0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you reviews of the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I am talking about Squid Game, The Challenge. This came out this year, 2023. This is, of course, the reality show on Netflix starring... 400, I should say, 465 contestants. This show follows contestants as they compete in challenges based on the Korean children's games featured on the Squid Game TV show to win $4.56 million cash prize. Uh, you know, if you're a fan of the show Squid Game, And a fan of reality shows, I think you're going to love this show. uh, Because I did, surprisingly. Uh, I'm generally pretty picky when it comes to reality shows. There's only a few that I am into, get into. Uh, Competition reality shows in general, which I think this show, I I would probably categorize it more similarly to like a Survivor type of a show where there's challenges people get eliminated it's a a mix of how people compete in challenges and a mix of kind of politics and how people uh trust each other and form bonds with each other uh but i think done in a way that i enjoy far more than survivor that's a show that i'm not a big fan of but i would say it's very similar in a lot of ways to that show uh But seeing the show Squid Game, a a show that I love, the original Korean show, a show that I loved, reviewed, and loved it so much, decided to do episode-by-episode recaps of the show, and I'm eagerly anticipating season two. When they announced that they were going to turn that into a reality show game, uh, I was a bit hesitant considering the messages and themes of the show squid game but when you consider the reality of of reality shows today they are these they are the thing that i mean people don't play to the death like they do in the show squid game but people will sacrifice their reputations and to the world. I mean, instead of showing instead of these these competitions being shown to a select collection of elite people who pay to watch, um, it's showing it to the masses and instead of playing to the death, in some places people kill their character. Um and all because we live in a world where People aren't paid a living wage where people are massively in debt for a whole host of reasons, including if you get sick or somebody in your family gets sick. I mean, there's so there's countless ways in which people not only in the U.S., but people in all like capitalist controlled countries can fall victim to massive debt. So despite the fact that creating a reality show based on squid game is a bit tone deaf. um, I think the reality of all reality shows is kind of disgusting, despite the fact that I like uh, a lot of them. Most of the ones I like are kind of like the competition shows, like where it's glass blowers uh, given projects and they have to create projects and then their projects are judged. Uh, So they're, you know it's a competition in you know the quality of thing they do whether it's a cooking show which i love those types of shows any kind of those competition shows where you find that there's a level of camaraderie and teamwork despite everybody competing for themselves it's not the same as like a big brother or a survivor show where there's a lot of manipulation and lying and and like politicking and things like that where I think this show is kind of a good mix of both. And the way they were able to bring the show Squid Game to life is pretty amazing. So if you haven't seen the original show, the narrative show Squid Game, you may not like this as much, but I mean, if you like reality shows and haven't seen it, Uh, You might like this as a reality show, and watching this may encourage you to watch the original show that it's based on. Um, But I would say that if you have seen the original, there are, it adds a lot to this reality show because you know a lot of the games they played. They did add some games. You know a lot of the rules. Like you see how people on this show have watched. Are clearly fans of the the original and know tricks and tactics as far as how to be successful in certain challenges so all of that is pretty amazing so even if you haven't seen the original show it's still a pretty great reality show and just the way they were able to bring the the show to life is pretty pretty amazing that that uh that kind of blew me away um so all of that stuff the production design you know looks just like the show instead of people being shot like they were in the show uh, they use squibs which i i th- was surprising watching the first episode and seeing the red light green light is the first episode and seeing um the fact that they used squibs which is pretty uh, interesting. Eventually characters are eliminated without the squibs going off, but it's it's an aspect that, you know, when you saw people getting shot in the show, uh, which was shocking in the show, uh, and one of the aspects of the show that made it so... I mean, it, it, it's kind of a no-brainer that they turned Squid Game into a reality show. I mean, it it lends itself unlike any other show. I mean, Squid Game, aside from people dying, it is still people that are financially desperate competing uh, and for the entertainment of the masses. Um, So I don't know. Uh, Obviously, the show, like I said, works best if you've seen the show, Um, not only just as a viewer, but as a contestant, it works great. Um, you definitely understand the rules and gameplay of some of the the competitions and uh, realize the stakes, like when people are choosing a symbol to stand in front of. It means a lot more because if you know what those symbols are and you have an idea of what one of the competitions are. And uh, there are aspects of this that mirror the emotional aspects of the original the dramatic aspects uh character dynamics and things um and they hit just as hard in this as they do in the original you know um so really interesting how they're able to capture and some of them the dynamics you think are going to play out the way they did in the show and they don't at all uh and others do completely it is it's so interesting how just the original squid game show was able to capture the different social dynamics that you will have in a competition whether it's to the death or in this case not to the death but the cash prize is still the same actually i think it might be different because it wasn't in dollars in the squid game show which in this one it is dollars and when i did the recap i converted the monetary and uh it was different i don't remember if it was more or less though but still i think the show broke records as far as having the most contestants uh, to compete on a reality show but also to have like the biggest cash prize You know, almost four and a half million or over four and a half million dollars, which for those of us that struggle with debt and would probably go on a show like this, uh, will actually have to pay taxes based on your winnings, as opposed to the billionaires that were the elites that watched the original Squid Game on the narrative show, uh, don't as well as the billionaires and millionaires that exist in our world who get away with not paying taxes, uh, which is sad. It is, it is very sad that we live in a world where the poor people are really paying, doing the bulk of the tax paying in a country where billionaires are profiting. It is, it is sad. It is billionaires and millionaires stealing from the poor, and it's disgusting. And that's just a reality of life, not a reality of this show. Um, but I also love the fact that they introduced new games in this show. Obviously, there can't just do the games in the show. Some of the games from the original show weren't even present. Uh, there were People had assumed they were coming up, but never happened. And of course, they had to change a few things to make the games, the different games, work for the show. Uh, I really enjoyed all of it, though. I I thought it was really interesting how they changed everything and made everything work. Um, And because these competitions weren't to the death, despite the fact that they were for a huge amount of money, so there's still people playing just as selfishly as they may if it was to the death, uh, there was a lot more competition, than obviously, than in the actual show. Which I thought was interesting people working together to kind of game the games um, right but not always there's definitely people that are like playing it selfishly which you know play it however you want but I had a lot of fun watching it I was definitely curious when they announced it I was curious to see how they would translate the original show into a reality show and I think they did it pretty perfectly. It surprised me. Not only did it surprise me how amazing it looked, but it surprised me how much I liked it. Um, It is probably one of, if not my favorite reality show right now, which is kind of a crazy thing to say. Um, The only aspects I didn't like, which weren't that bad, it was just kind of strange. Uh, with the squibs, seeing how these people were reacting, acting basically uh, as if they were shot, which I guess is kind of fun. You're on the show. You're living like I'm. I'm sure the majority of people that competed on this show were fans of the show, so it'd be a trip just to like exist in that world of this show that you love. And for when that moment happens, when you do lose and the squib goes off, I, you know, I guess I'd probably act too. (laughs) Actually, I'm actually probably more surprised there wasn't more acting. But anyway, I do want to talk about specifics, a.k.a. spoilers of this show, uh, specifics of aspects, things that happen, episodes, games, all that stuff. So if you don't want to be spoiled on this, uh, this is your warning, spoiler warning for you. Uh, the character dynamics, pretty interesting, obviously. Not only are there challenges of the games, but there's also challenges within the barracks, or the place where everybody sleeps, where all the bunk beds are. Um, and the way they were able to do that was very interesting, obviously. Unlike the show, where you just have people naturally, uh, literally backstabbing, but, you know, having clicks form and, and, uh, people lying, people clearly overacting to pretend that they like didn't eliminate people, uh, all of that stuff. Very interesting. That's one thing I do love about reality shows is just seeing people kind of act in life, you know, see how, just cause he, I mean, you know, seeing people in kind of a controlled scenario and see how they overact or respond or deal with certain things. You have guys that are super overly confident. Like one guy, I think his his number was 432, and he was the one, was his kind of one of his many catchphrases, who literally said in not so many words that he was literally – a gift from god or god's gift to the world like this guy was so annoying clearly probably had some hidden depth to him but just one of the most annoying like bro dudes that just think that they are the best ever obviously didn't come from a great upbringing necessarily but still he that manifested I mean, I know people that didn't come from good upbringings that have some humility and some kind of perspective on the world uh, and don't think that they are God's gift to the world, as this guy did. Um, And kind of seeing how he goes out, (laughs) uh, going out during the, uh, I think it was the battleship, which is a fun new addition to this, uh, I thought was great. Let's take a short break from this episode. Listeners, are you an art lover like I am or simply somebody who appreciates unique creativity? I've got something you'll adore. Dive into the world of The Many Faces, an ongoing series of mesmerizing ink paintings on paper. Each piece is a captivating blend of abstract and surreal, always presenting a face that tells its own story. The dedication behind this series is unmatched with new paintings being released daily. And if you're thinking about owning one, you're in luck. You can start with a four by six painting for just $20. And if you desire something grander, there are larger sizes available with prices to match. Imagine having an original piece of art infused with emotion and mystery, gracing your space. So if you're intrigued, don't wait. Check out the entire collection and get your own at InspiredDisorder.com. Own a piece of creativity that'll truly stand out. Now let's get back to the show. You have a guy, similar to the narrative show, you have a guy hiding food. Like, goes and hides the tray of food and then goes to get more food. Another super annoying character that I was very happy got uh, got. got. You have... It's one guy three thirty trying to teach people like meditation and breathing techniques, which I kind of loved, but people took taking that the wrong way, uh, which is, you know, it's it's with all of this with you have enough people, of course, some people are gonna be thankful for what you're trying to do and what he was trying to do. But then also, you it can be too much. It can be too much, right? It's one thing to be offering teaching people breathing techniques and stuff to help them be in the moment more for these competitions uh but it's another thing when you're trying to overhaul human dynamics in a game uh, of course the mother-son combo them kind of the mom being like uh has a history of being an athlete and then her son kind of being there with her and they're both doing really well up until the dice game, uh, and then you had also the the old dude Rick and the his buddy with the mullet. I th- I thought that was great. That was like a relationship, both the the mother and son as well as the old dude who is a doctor who like is a beekeeper and is like very eccentric type of a guy. And then he became bonds with this dude with the mullet. Both of those kind of felt like the dynamic from the original show where it was the old guy and the main character um kind of both of those had a similar feel especially when those two characters play that paper flippy game uh the game's pretty great red light green light the cookie thing uh i loved how they sh- switched up the cookie thing where everybody thought they would be like it would be like the show where you know if you got an umbrella You'd be competing against people with triangles, but it wasn't. It was everybody competing with the same shape. I I love that. I love the addition of Battleship, uh, right? And if you are on a boat that sinks, you're you're eliminated. Uh, So, like, I love that there are so much of this show is left up to chance. And you are only in control of so much, like so little, actually. Um, until there's like key moments where it's definitely on you to be successful. But, you know, that was, it's like you could get eliminated for no fault of your own, right? It's not like red light, green light, where if you you, you keep moving or you decide to do a squat for some reason, which was the dumbest thing, no sympathy for that woman who decided to squat There were also people during red light, green light that were like throwing themselves to the ground, like just like body belly flopping on the ground when it turned, when the head turned as if that would do something or laying down as if they're already dead. Like people were doing weird things during the red light, green light, and a lot of people got eliminated during that one. But yeah, love the addition of the new games, battleship, uh, the, um, the, the fact that they never did tug of war, I thought was interesting. Like it was always kind of, they had the, the image on the wall of tug of war, but they never did it, which I appreciate that they, they made that switch. Um, the dorm challenges, right where you have an anonymous opportunity to help or eliminate people like they would take people when they were off on their own doing their own thing like prepping food or whatever which it was never clear how that was all like just randomly people would be in the kitchen or cleaning all of that dorm stuff really didn't come through that well but you know, made for some interesting kind of challenges. The phone call. And when the guy gets the food from the phone, like, they bring out a fo- phone, it rings, and it's, like, people are like, what do you do? It's it's so much like the monolith in 2001 when the the apes see this monolith and they don't know what to do. Uh, everybody in the dorm is just staring at this phone, not sure, like, if you answer, are you going to be eliminated? The dude answers it, gets food, and everybody, like, just shows how disgusting so much of humanity is. This guy gets food, and they all just poach it. Like, the girl gets the bur- it's like burger and fries, and she gets the whole burger and just walks away with it. It is just, man. that I, I think that was kind of a scene where it really set a tone of, like, okay. Like, the, these people are savage it's just like people in general put in situations you you really kind of see the type of person they are when faced with certain things uh the also the one where you type the number of the player you want to be eliminated and it shows so people know when a name is a person's nominated for the first time so you know who nominated them um And then when it boiled down, did it boil down to like three or four people? That was a fun thing. Also, just different game dynamics, right? Like I said, so many of the games out of your control. Some twists on the rules, obviously, uh, to make them work for a reality show. The different alliances um, and teams that change throughout the show. Uh, Some great episodes, like, mostly, once it starts narrowing down and you get towards the end, the episodes, I feel like, get better and better. But episode five, uh, I was thinking, so they only released the first five episodes, and then they did four more, I think, and then the last one. And I thought it was just a five-episode thing, and I'm watching episode five, I'm like... There are so many games that they still haven't played. They haven't done Marbles, Tug of War. They haven't done The Bridge. And I I saw clips. I know they do Marbles. Saw the Marble thing. The game area for Marbles. The Bridge. Saw the Bridge. But, of course, Tug of War never saw any clips of because they obviously never did it. But watching Episode 5, I was like, what is going on? How are they going to do this? And then I looked it up and and realized that oh they're doing another chunk releasing uh, in a in a week and then in another week they do the finale which was the first time I watched the finale live when it got released on December sixth at six o'clock Pacific time like I I rewatched I think I rewatched the last episode the previous episode nine and then watched episode 10 uh, when it aired live, which was the first time I've ever done that for anything in a long time. And that's just how much I was excited to see how this was all going to end and see who's going to win. But yeah, episode five, I was a little confused. Um, and that's episode five is the episode where everybody pairs up for a picnic, right? Who do you want to share this picnic with? Oh, you're going to go with the person you enjoy the most, right? The mother, son, the friends, the people who've bonded the most. And when they see the marbles at the bottom, the fake false bottom of the picnic basket is just so brutal. That was like, okay, this show, one, absolutely brutal. But two, I fucking love the show. (laughs) Like That was the perfect way to match people up for marbles. Because it hits so much like it does in the theatrical show when you have the lead character matched up with this old guy who they formed this bond over the the games. So you have similar bonds with different characters and then they get thrown in. And then you also get the dynamic of the two random people that paired up that don't like each other. And you see how that plays out in episode six. Which episode six is the DICE episode, right? And it's crazy. You see all of similar dynamics that you did from the show. All of the different dynamics from the show you see here. People waiting to just do one challenge at the very end to see who wins it. You have who are like best friends or whatever, good friends. You have people who are unwilling to compromise or decide on a challenge to do you have like people who know they're going to eliminate the other one it's so crazy how those dynamics matched up um and of course the old man and the the kid were eliminated just before it seemed like they were setting up for that to be the 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 comparable thing for this show and then even when they were eliminated, which was crazy that they both got eliminated one after the other. And so when the the marbles was set up and it, the mother's son were doing it, I thought that would be uh, the most heartfelt one. And that one wasn't. They were both like, because they're both competitive, the mother and son was like, oh, I'm going to beat you. No, I'm going to beat you. So they're actually competing, but also actually happy when, you know, the son won um so it's su- super interesting um and then you have people like just trying to convince the other one on an emotional level to to like oh what are you winning what are you trying to win the money for what do you yeah so you, you're getting like some backstory which you know you have talking head interview type uh scenes that are cut to throughout the show you get to know a little bit about the characters uh where they're from what they're doing there what they're you know what they want to do with the money um i definitely got emotional during this episode just as i did in the original um and the one infuriating was the guy who was just refusing to like he was refusing to choose a game to play first off I was like no i want to i want to do a throwing game And she's like, I'm not, I don't want to do, can we compromise? Can we do something else? And she's like, okay, we'll do a throwing game because time's about to expire, right? And they're both missing. So they're like, okay, first one to get it in. She gets it in first, right? And he, he throws at the last minute, gets one in. So they both got one in. And they're like, you have to decide who won that game. And he was unwilling to like allow her to win because she got the he had no defense no no like counter right it's just like he was willing to sacrifice like he there's no argument for him to win absolutely none he made his marble in second right so if you're gonna do if they both got a marble in who got the marble in first and he got to go first so it's not like a thing where they both shot the same amount. She made hers in less marbles, and she was the first one to get it in, and he was unwilling to do it. So, of course, they both lose. Like, that guy, that's one thing about reality shows, right? Like, that guy has shown himself to be a complete asshole, right? Like, you, you that shows that guy's character 100%. And I'm sure he's surrounded by a bunch of people that, like, oh, you know, she should just let you, you know, he's probably surrounded by people that support that kind of behavior, but he was a complete asshole. Uh, got me angry. Like I got a lot of emotions in this episode. Uh, and then they do the, the women get together and form a group. Um, and at times it seems like the, their alliance is broken as my chooses the, the big dude that's been her buddy the whole time but then he chooses a woman, so then it kind of gets back on track where they just stack the deck with mostly women until the very end. Uh, There's, I think, one guy gets chosen, and then he chooses another woman. So it's like, I think all but one woman got selected. And they're like, listen, this is, I think it was like the, I think it was like all women two two of the gay dudes and then like probably like two cisgender dudes or whatever i like i kind of loved it right all of the like it's basically the the least amount of bro dudes to be in the finale and to see all of them just so pissed because they're like uh, uh we should be there what's going on i i kind of loved it I, I loved how it all came together let's take a short break from this episode hey loyal listeners of the ray taylor show you know it's one thing to tune in and engage with the content i passionately create for you but what if i told you there's a way to wear your fandom introducing our exclusive line of merchandise inspired directly by the vibes and visuals of this very podcast From stylish t-shirts that'll make you stand out in a crowd to our eco-friendly, biodegradable phone cases adorned with artwork inspired by the show. You can now carry a piece of The Ray Taylor Show wherever you go. Whether you're looking to make a fashion statement, protect your phone with some flair, or simply want to show off your love of the show, our merchandise has got you covered. Ready to rock our gear? Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com. And get yours today. Wear the show. Be the vibe. Now let's get back to that very show. Episode 7. Uh, they do like a long kind of daisy chain of alliances. One by one selecting. And then the remaining people eliminated. Uh. And then they do, like, this claw game where they're randomly selected to, like, they have the vest, so this is preparing for the glass bridge. And this is one of the times where they come together, and they're like, if we all just choose one, like, you jump first, number one, you have a 50, basically giving everybody a 50-50% chance, right? You choose one of the left, and then the next person behind will you go. Instead of how it worked in the actual show where, you know, the first person goes as far as they can. Second person goes as far as they can. And in this one, trying to make it fair, I kind of love the, the uh, teamwork in this. Except for the one character. And it's surprising how people defended her. Like, she's the one character that did not like she's basically the reason why somebody got eliminated because they jumped i think it was the the son of the the father the mother son uh duo like he jumped like three spaces before he got eliminated when everybody else just did one and it's it's such a bummer um And the guy, it was kind of felt perfect when the guy who was, like, the self-proclaimed leader of this group, him getting one, I kind of felt, that feels perfect. That feels right. Like, if you choose to be the leader, you should be leaders are in front, right, opposed to capitalism where leaders are nowhere in the competition. They're sitting in an office looking at their bank account um then there they play a dice game to eliminate like there's a lot of just chance like you select and most people were selecting themselves and people getting that's where my friend gets eliminated uh and then they have in episode nine they do they play basically like heads heads up seven up where you people are blindfolded in a circle the last i don't know 10 people and there's a gift in the center they put their blindfolds on and the guards go around and the one guard will tap somebody on the shoulder and then that person has to go get the gift and place it on somebody's desk and then after you know the person gets back and puts their blindfold back on then everybody takes their blindfolds off and the person with the gift have to choose who put the gift there like and this is where there's a lot of like manipulation my is the first one that gets the gift uh and we find out that she's an adjudicator and she can read people so her ability to guess right was far more likely and kind of would have loved to hear her mental process breaking down who she chose like oh i could see in his eyes that he wasn't looking at me and he looked overly nervous and he's like trying to pretend. Um, but when she was able to choose him, that was like, that was a a crazy moment. And then you had the dramatics of the long haired dude with number 451, um, who survived guessing twice, guessing the right person who put the gift, uh, which is doubly impressive. And then so then you end up with three at the very end and they kind of get to know each other while they're having the steak dinner and the little triangle thing, which I thought was interesting. Uh, You see May, May kind of sharing more of herself, far more of herself in the private interviews than she does with these contestants, obviously not wanting to give them any kind of leverage on her. Uh, Like, she played the perfect game. Um, I wouldn't be able to eat in that situation. Just being stressed out, I wouldn't be able to eat. I'm not a big fan of eating in front of people in general, let alone eating with cameras on me. Uh, And when they choose, like, the challenge of them choosing to push one of the three buttons, and it's either neutral, you go along, or you get eliminated... I thought that was uh, kind of an interesting, another thing that's out of their, not only is that out of their hands, but that is a situation where you could see producers manipulating that. Like if you see a contestant going, and it takes a while before it changes the color. Like you press a thing and then it strobes for a while before it shows the color. And I could see if they wanted two specific people in the finale they could easily manipulate it right there i don't know if they did i don't know how that would have made things better but uh and then it's the last two and the whole time like remembering it's like oh they actually play squid game is the last game and like how are are they actually gonna play squid game like one is squid game an actual game Like, do people actually play? Are there actually rules? I know in the the show, he kind of talks about the different rules and things, but it seems kind of ridiculous and seems kind of like more of a physical sport type of a thing. And I'm like, how are they going to do this? And they go to the game area and you have the whole outline of the squid game light up. I thought that was really cool. And I was like, I have no idea how they're going to make this. Uh, Like, there's no fucking way that they that my and this dude with long hair are going to play Squid Game to win four and a half million dollars. And then you find out that they're playing paper, rock, scissors. I'm like, that is a crazy way to end. But it's not just paper, rock, scissors. If you win paper, rock, scissors, you get to choose from a bucket of keys. And if you choose the right key, so it's kind of random, but again, May is paying attention and knows psychologically what men will choose. So she is over, she is winning far more than the other guy is. And of course she ends up winning and it's, it's kind of great. I kind of like she, I think she deserved to win, especially towards the end when you see like how she was able to like outsmart people and and really play a good game but kind of crazy that you're playing paper rock scissors for four and a half million (laughs) dollars that's that's the crazy thing and of course because it took so long it just eventually they're just playing this game not really thinking about like the idea of what you could win probably fading away um so, yeah, I, kind of an interesting uh, thing. And, of course, they have a time limit as well. Yeah. Uh, and they throw behind their backs, which I think a great way to kind of avoid any kind of bad timing. I'm sure there's people who, you know, have strategies that would try and change their thing mid-throw. Um, but, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty great, you know, montage of them getting it wrong. Some kind of misdirection where it seems the music's kind of building up where it seems like the dude is going to, is going to get it. Uh, But of course she ends up getting it. Um, And then it ends with, we get a montage. So after she wins, We get a montage of all of the, not all of the characters, some of the characters back in their life. Like we get to see the old guy uh, beekeeping and other people with their families and all that kind of stuff. And then it also ends with a casting call promo for season two in the finale. This is still, like she wins the four million, they hug we get a montage, then we get a casting call, sign up for season 2 of Squid Game which never happens, right? Usually it takes a while before we see if something's renewed or not. But they I'm sure they had seen how popular the first 9 episodes were and they had a version of the finale where it didn't have the promo, but uh interesting to see the promo and then you have a scene where my goes to an atm to check her balance uh which i would be so fucking scared and stressed to have a card that is worth four and a half million dollars uh like just having access to that kind of money would stress me out um And she wouldn't have all of the money after taxes (laughs) like she's, you know, she's going to have to pay uh, millions of dollars in taxes. And that's it's kind of a bummer. Uh, And uh, who knows, maybe (laughs) maybe I don't know, Uh, kind of a great I love the show, you know, both the narrative original show. I also love this reality show. Uh, I feel like all reality shows are already showing the depravity of capitalism. So th- this isn't doing much of anything different. Uh, you know, the things people will do on camera for the possibility of money uh, and people who do those things usually have debts, right? Or dreams of living just a normal life, not having to worry about money. Uh, it will also It's also going to be interesting to see how This reality show evolves alongside the narrative show. You know, I like. uh, I assume the narrative show will experiment with new games as well. How much of the reality show will influence the narrative show and vice versa? I don't even know how. I mean, it might still be. We might get. I wouldn't be surprised if we got a second reality show season of Squid Game before we get the second season of the narrative show I almost hope we don't because I don't want him to rush season two of the narrative show because I I like it and I don't want it to you know he spent so long creating season one kind of perfecting it that you know I don't want it I don't want this season to be rushed although I think you know COVID and everything kind of gave him and the the strikes and everything maybe gave him some time Um, it is sad that the, the negative aspects from the show, people not being treated very well, contestants, um, the creator of squid game, maybe not being financially compensated well enough. Uh, but I think that's, I just, again, I think that's just another sign of the fact that we live in a world where the people who do the work aren't properly compensated for their work. And the people who own the work or, you know, the people at the top don't give a fuck. They don't care. And that's the same whether it's this, this Squid Game reality show or working at Starbucks or Amazon. Like, everybody's getting, like, you could have endless stories about how people are being mistreated and not compensated and unfairly treated. It's just kind of the sad reality of the world we're living in. Um, not to excuse it, but it's also not surprising that it, it existed. Um, but yeah, had a lot of fun with this. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of The Ray Taylor Show. I do hope you enjoyed my thoughts on Squid Game Season 1, the challenge, or the challenge Season 1. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform. Or over on YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder where all these episodes are available in video format. Until next time, enjoy the show. Subscribe to The Ray Taylor Show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace out! Oh!